Howdy y'all, Dan Scotland here joining you from Legal Grass, Massachusetts, heartland of America. You can find us anywhere you find podcasts such as YouTube, uh, Spotify, Radio Public, Stitcher, Anchor, Spotify, other platforms like it. For the video rendition of this podcast, we're on YouTube, we're on Odyssey, we are on Rumble as well too. So yeah, let's 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 get into it. Our Israeli sisters and brothers are going through some major shenanigans. Um, as 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 we are we're facing inflation, that's that's crazy all over the world now, and um, people on top of that cannot afford their medicine, or they're going broke trying to afford their medicine, and it's it's, it's so ridiculous. Um, people should not have to be shelling out car notes to stay medicated. If you want to stay, if you want to be on, on toxic, you know, antidepressants or toxic benzodiazepines that are going to cause issues down the road. I mean, we've already heard that with a lot of benzodiazepines, there, 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 there's a correlate, there's, excuse me, not a correlation, but there's a link between that and, and it causing dementia down the road. So a lot of these pharmaceuticals, again, I'm not a doctor and taking medical advice from me would be a profoundly stupid idea. But a lot of these medicines have a lot of horrible side effects. And it's understandable that people like you and, and people like me that, that, that use the plant for our medical issues rather use the plant than use big pharma than the big pharma uh, soup of, 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 of chemicals. Let's read this. This is from the jpost.com. Medical marijuana licensing. Israeli patients aren't benefiting anymore. Many of the 120 or so Israelis with licenses to use medical cannabis have been facing rising costs, more bureaucracy, and more difficulties in obtaining their supply. So I'm going to call an audible real quick. Bear with me one sec. All right. Uh, okay, let's do this audible right now. So, so I did some number crunching, and let's, let's go over two significant digits right now. So the Israeli population for these, okay, so the patient count or the patient rolls of, of Israel are at around 120,000. Um, the population of Israel is 9.36 million people. And remember how we always say or how we've often said on this show slash podcast that, um, that successful medical marijuana programs tend to have two to three sometimes more percent of their of their overall po population participating in this and according to the, this metric they're they're barely at one percent they're at 1.28 percent overall so that right there tells you that there's affordability issues there's access issues and um availability issues and probably probably uh product quality product i mean pro, um product quality issues as well too um people are not really getting what they want out of the israel medical marijuana program and and things are going to have to change and the people are going to have to make that known um but let's let's get into the article canonic puts its plants through rigorous testing ensuring the best product for their patients despite its size it's the third largest medical marijuana exporter in the world with more than 30 licensed growers around the country some like ray ray hovit canonic 
using cutting-edge technology to develop new strains of cannabis to treat physical and mental ailments. However, at the same time, many of the 120,000 or so Israelis with licenses to use medical cannabis have been facing rising costs, more bureaucracy, and more difficulties in obtaining their supply. In, in order to qualify for a medical marijuana license, a patient must be aff afflicted with a disorder or disease such as PTSD, chronic pain, epilepsy, and Crohn's. Medical marijuana system. According to Mo Modian's resident, Harry Rubenstein, Israel's medical marijuana system has completely abandoned patients like himself. Rubenstein, who was diagnosed with an anokosing, I probably butchered that, spontaneous, a form of arthritis. Oh man, I hate I, I dude, I hate my flipping arthritis. Like it, it, it's a pain, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've complained about it many times in this broadcast. Um, I mean, it's kind of sort of in remission now because I've been I've been I've made a lot of adjustments to my diet and such but um it, it is a pain in the butt when 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 unmanned or when you do have flare-ups first first became licensed seven years ago when the system required a standard payment by all residents of NIS 370 a month I'm imagining that's a car note and and that's 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 a car note or plus more in, in Israel for a lot of people, I'd, I'd imagine. For which you can receive your prescribed amount in grams. He noted that while inexpensive, the system led to long lines and the few stores at which it was possible to pick up marijuana. However, new laws have made it so patients like him have to struggle immensely, pay a hefty price to get their prescription. The licensing process requires that patients must reapply for their license every six months or year. Oh man, so it's one of those twice yearly things, like 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 Florida, <laughs> and and many other uh, states in the U.S. This in its in it of itself was a hassle, but now an additional letter is needed from a psychiatrist. Oh my goodness! So this is malicious compliance. These are anti-plant politicians sabotaging the program from within so they can have a confirmation bias and say oh well this medical marijuana stuff is not good it's not as beneficial as, as everyone said it would be and we don't have to take cannabis users seriously as a as a, as a, as a voting block that's that's the whole 3d chess behind this in my estimation so but now an additional letter is needed from a psychiatrist for which appointments are filled up for over a year, preventing many patients from renewing their licenses and as a result forcing them to turn to the much pricier black market for their medicine. To make matters worse for some, the monthly payment system no longer exists and now patients must purchase their marijuana in 10 gram batches. Oh man, that's some Australia stuff. I, I believe in Australia they have to purchase it at like in 10 gram chunks. They can't, so you couldn't get like a, you couldn't go and get like, like uh, what's the name? uh three and a half grams or or seven grams you couldn't just do that you have to you have to you have to fork over 10 grams i mean 10 fork over money for 10 grams the average price for 10 grams is nis 400 yet rubenstein's monthly prescribed amount is 30 grams see that's a problem so we multiply that by, by three and that's easily 1200 nis this means that his monthly medical cost has increased from NIS 
370 to NIS 1200. Something that makes it something something that to him makes no sense. Despite the long wait for a license, consultants can now be paid thousands of shekels to speed up the process. Rubenstein said he doesn't know who benefits from this system. He added that it is so easy to get known dangerous drugs such as opioids, whereas medical marijuana is much more difficult to receive. The process has been somewhat easier for certain patients. According to regulations passed by the Knesset Health Committee in June, patients suffering from epilepsy, Crohn's, dementia, autism, malignant cancers, multiple sclerosis, AIDS, and terminally ill patients who are not expected to live more than six months will not require a license to purchase medical marijuana. However, does not help patients like Rubenstein, who is forced to deal with the headache and stress of the backward system. Interestingly, the medical marijuana industry in many ways finds its roots in the Holy Land. In 1964, Hebrew University researchers Raphael Mushalem and the Yekel uh, Gioni first isolated THC, the active compound in marijuana, setting off what, what ultimately became a gradual but progressive international movement towards medical use of marijuana and in certain places recreational. Meshulam, excuse me, re remained the foremost global research on marijuana until his death in 2023 not 2003 he's been he's yeah he died like this year i believe um rest in power again he's an og he never he never used the plant in his life yet was unapologetically for the plant um we don't have too many elders like that um we and and, and the ones that we do which are way more than people think are worth their weight in, weight in gold they really are especially innovators and OGs and pioneers like him. In the 1990s, marijuana became legal for medical use, and according to Dr. Aaron Efek, the chief, the acting chief physician of the Israeli Cannabis Association, as well as the associate director of Sheba Medical Center and former director general of the health ministry, the industry has made leaps and bounds since then. From the point of view of the ministry, he said, cannabis should be like any other prescription drug because it can really help people. But for that to happen, it needs more structure. When you speak of medical grade cannabis, it's not the same as growing at home, which is illegal. It must be grown in the right conditions. You, you have, for example, patients with chemotherapy or children with epilepsy. You need structure, he said. Regarding the price increase, he said, that in the world of medicine today, it is impossible to maintain the price levels as in the past. It isn't reasonable to charge the same amount for varying prescriptions of cannabis. For example, with any other drug, if there were options for 400 or 800 milligram, the prices would not be the same. But you can't really use that excuse for flour because, again, you can grow more of it. You're not having to process it. And you can charge different prices for it. But, again, I mean... The powers that be are going to want to squeeze out as much money as from the average Jane and Joe as possible. So, again, it's about profit, folks. That being said, FX sympathizes with patients who have to pay more and offered a more suitable solution, namely adding marijuana to the health basket. The larger question is why do people have to pay for it if it's a medicine? As for the long wait times, he said, it is a huge issue, one of the worst problems the Israeli healthcare system is facing, not just in the case of cannabis. 
For this reason, he is trying to fix the problem of lack of physicians and healthcare professionals and is working to open a state-of-the-art private medical institution at Reichman University. Medical marijuana is medicine, stress, he stresses, so barriers must be in place and prescriptions must be based on medical consultations. This is why psychiatric evaluations are necessary. I mean, necessary red tape to, to, to deter law-abiding patients from getting their medicine. I mean, that, 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 I think that's what's necessary about it. From his words, it appears that the medical establishment is working hard to help patients, even if they may not always feel the benefits. At, okay, so tour of the R&D facilities. At the TACE and NASDAQ traded Canonic, a subsidy of Evogene, CEO offer Happy gave the Jerusalem Post a tour of the R&D facilities, the biggest in Israel, and explained how the company tests new strains of cannabis. Evogene specializes in the manipulation of plants to produce a better crop. It does, it does this along the farming cycle in everything from corn to marijuana. For cannabis, the keys of, are ge geomics and chemistry. According to Haviv, the company combines the two to find the best match and strain for the patients. The company director of plant breeding, Dr. Michi Brog, described the process of closed environment growing. In their research, they've discovered how plant affects the pain levels of specific areas of the human body. In doing this, Koenig is able to grow strains that are perfectly targeted at a specific patient's needs, ensuring that those like Rubenstein can receive the best possible care. Those agricultural advancements are heavily aided by artificial intelligence, something new and unique to the field of cannabis. This works by connecting the metabolized molecules that aid in signaling, such as THC, with areas such as stress and pain. They call it Indicator AI, and it is used in their Chem ChemPass AI and Gene Rater AI systems. Haviv said that it takes all the data to maximize cl clinical effects, give a premium appearance, and profitable production. The data included in the company's AI system calculations are things such as the plant genetics and chemistry. As a result, they have seen a 20% increase in THC over the past two years and a much better product for their patients. Inside their greenhouses, where they are growing currently, not in fully indoor settings which are planned for the near future, the pungent smell of marijuana is present. They are mainly selling plants, though producing some oils. Their cannabis is sold under their own brand, but also white-labeled to other brands selling in the, in the country. Israel is the only place they sell today, in roughly 110 pharmacies. 110 pharmacies for like 9 million people is not enough. That is not enough. Not at all. That's also part of the problem. You need way more pharmacy. The supply also reaches the streets via apps like Telegrass and other outlets, despite official illegal status of, of, of cannabis in Israel. Recreational uses is everywhere, and in Tel Aviv, it is impossible to walk down a street or a cafe and not get a wave of the streets sweet smell burning of marijuana. Yeah, I mean, in college, I mean, in near college campuses in, in, in Beantown or Boston, that's that's pretty frequent too. Um, at least back in my at least at least back in my uh, partying days when I would party in, in Boston allegedly with, with 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 my old buddies, like in the college areas because there's a lot of colleges in, in Boston. You would. 
you'd walk by and you, you it's, it would not be uncommon to smell that during weekends at least ever since legalization has been way more prominent but i'm digressing despite attempts at bills to legalize recreational usage political considerations of various parties will likely keep cannabis in the official no-go status but in essence for personal usage it's anything goes making israel one of the most cannabis friendly countries in the world on par with legal locations like Amsterdam, Colorado, and California. Aviv laments of the rising cost of marijuana in the country, something he aims to fight, though this has been difficult due to the increase in international growers selling in the country, who fill the market with very high prices for high-quality product and very low prices for low-quality product. Again, people gotta do what they gotta do to save money. Um, these sellers be damned. If you gotta, if you gotta use that low price low quality one and that's the only thing you could afford you know you got to look out for you screw the companies got to look out for your pocketbook and, and and you and your own you know this was echoed by by modian patient rubinson who said that there is no shortage of very high quality medical marijuana in israel if your budget suits it for those who need it though it is not a luxury and the challenge facing the industry going forward is how to provide people like Rubenstein with the proper care for their specific needs without breaking the bank. And that's what we aim to do on this podcast. Again, we don't say cannabis for average Janes and Joes for nothing, folks. Um, but yeah, that's that, that wraps up the article. And um, enough from me. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts. There's iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. Find us on Instagram at underscore I am Cannabis Sativa. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.